Okay, two blah, let's go. We are starting from Tes Vav Amud, Bays on the bottom. Today's Amud is Tes Zayin Amud Aleph, which we'll get to in a second. Amud Rabbi Chama, last line by the two dots. Amud Rabbi Chama Barachanina, Lamedes Micho Ayalim, Lenechalim. Why does the Pasuk juxtapose tents and rivers? We see that it puts rivers and tents together. Why is that the case? To tell you, just like rivers, <clears throat> when one immerses themselves in a mikvah, now they go from being tummy to, to being tahar. So to tents, this is referring to the tent of a base medrash, uh, a tent, i.e., a base medrash, and it, it takes a person from uh, from a bad state to a good state. From a, from a Tamas state to a Torah state, right? Going to a base matter is Matar someone, to purify someone in a very holy way. We said in the Mishnah, the one who reads <coughs> Kriya Shema, out of order is not Yoytze V'chiv Krishma. Rabbi Amar Rabbi Asi, Ganana, it was the day of his wedding, and they were uh, putting up the canopy for the Chuppah. Rabbi Lazar, the canopy of Rabbi Lazar for his wedding. Amalhu, they said to him, In the meantime, go to the base medrash. And they went to the base medrash. They brought a case in front of Rabbi Yechon. We see the, the man, he was, uh, he was getting married. It was a chassan, and he was still concerned about learning. He still wanted to go to the base medrash and learn. Unbelievable. So he came in front of Rabbi Yechon, this chassan, and he asked him a halacha. He said, if someone is reading Kriyashima, and they forgot where they were up to. So what, what, what happens? Where do they go back to? So Ba'emta Perak said, if you forgot where you were up to, but you knew that you were in the middle of a specific Perak, then you go back to that specific Perak. Then Perak of Perak, let's say you were in between paragraphs, what do you do then? Go back to the first one, because you don't have no idea where you are. Let's say there's just two, two times the, the word says, Uksavtem, right? It says Uksavtem twice. So let's say I remember I said Uksavtem, but I don't remember which Uksavtem it is. Is it the first Uksavtem or is it the second Uksavtem? Then Yachsel Uksiva Rishon, you have to go back to the first time it says Uksavtem, because you have to assume that, you, that that's where you're up to. The only time where you have to go back to the first one is you didn't say Uksavtem and then you didn't follow that with Laman Yibri Mechem, which are the following words, which would be in the second paragraph, right? But if you did start, if you if you continue with Laman Yibri Mechem, then you can assume that you're up to the la- the last Laman Yibri Mechem. If I only came today to hear that halacha, it would have been enough. Unbelievable. Chassan, David's wedding, he went to the base medrash and he learned this halacha. Beautiful. Okay, let's go to the next Mishnah. Zakt the Mishnah. Ha'imnin Kaira. Kairin Ha'umnin. Ha'umnin, which are craftsmen, workers. Kuin Barosh Ha'ilan. Kairin Barosh Ha'ilan. Ubarosh Ha'nidbach. If they are on top of a tree or on top of a pile of bricks, they're working, then they're still able to read Kriyashma in the place that they are. They don't have to come down. Masha'in and Rishon Lazis Kain Bitzfila. What can't they do, however, in such places? They can't daven Shmona Esrei because Rashi says you need to have kavana, right? Then this is the second place already that we see that that Shmona Esrei is more chamber, it's more strict than Kriyashma, despite Shmona Esrei being the Rabbanon Mikradin and Kriyashma being uh, the Raisa. Despite that, we see that Tefillah is very high level. You need to have more kavana. Chasson Potter Mikriyashma Laila Rishena a chasson a groom is Potter from reading Kriyashma the first night that he gets married until Moitzei Shabbos. Back in the day, we know the first Mishnah in Ksubis, it says that So they used to get married on Wednesday. So that's four nights that you have. Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and Moitzei Shabbos, you had four nights that a chasson did not have to read Kriyashma. Why is that? Let's see. Because if he didn't do a Maisei, meaning he didn't have Bia. 
If they didn't have Bia, then he didn't consummate the marriage. The marriage is not complete. So if the marriage is not complete, then he's still turret, he's still busying himself with completing the marriage. So Isaac min mitzvah put him in a mitzvah. Since he's still trying to complete the marriage, he doesn't have to read Krishma for those four, first four nights. Okay, and then after that, obviously, you, you got to put some, draw the line somewhere, right? I was mission. There was a story with Gamliel. that he did get married, and yet he still did Krishma the first night. You just said you don't have to do Krishma the first night when you get married. So Mali Talmidov, he said this Talmidim. No, I'm sorry, his Talmidim said to him, Lamada to do Rebbe, Shechasin Patam Krishma. Didn't Rebbe teach us? Don't didn't we learn in a Mishnah that a chasin does not read Krishna? So why are you reading Krishna? By the way, look at the Lush and the Talmidim use. Lamada to Rebbe, Rabbeinu. Didn't our Rabbeinu, didn't our Rebbe teach us? They're not saying, Rebbe, you're wrong. The Mishnah says this. That's not the way to speak to a Rebbe, right? We see from here, that's not what he speaks to. It's a respectful way. It's didn't Rebbe teach us? It's sort of an indirect yet respectful way to question one's Rebbe. Very, uh, very, very nice point. So Rabbi Gamliel says, no, I never want to remove the Malchus from me, even for one moment. I want to be Makabal Malchus even on the night of my wedding. Okay. Why? Well, I mean, if he's Pater, he's Pater. What does that mean? He doesn't want to remove it. Okay. Big question. Let's start the Gemara nonetheless. The Rabbanon learned. Uh, if you have workers, they can read Kriyashma on the top of a tree on the top of bricks. And they can on top of an olive tree and the top of a fig tree because Rashi says they are more sturdy. So he won't be scared. He won't be as frightened of falling. Right? The whole concern is that he's going to be scared of falling because he's not going to have real kavana. He, he's going to be preoccupied. But he's not going to be preoccupied because he's going to rely on the fact that those trees are more sturdy. But any other tree, he has to come down from the tree and daven on the ground. And by the way, you'll see certain, uh, certain shuls have like little indents by where the chazan is davening, right? Little indents. You be, some, in some shuls, the chazan is at the lowest point of the shul because you don't want them to have a fear that they're going to fall because uh, we see from this Gemara and this Mishnah. Ubalabayis, Viter, first wide line. Ubalabayis, Bein Kacho, Bein Yered, Lamata. Let's say it's the owner, owner of the business. Let's say he's working. So he should always go down. He should always Yered, Lamata, Mispal. If someone's working... He's doing it on the owner's time. So he's got, a, you know, he, he's got work to do. But if it's the owner, he, he's not really pressed for time as much. So he can go down and dive in the proper way. Because he doesn't really need to, um, he doesn't really need to, uh, he's not pressed for time, as we said. Rami Le Mauri, Ray, the boss, Shmuel, Le By the way, just shows incredible. It, it, when, when one is, is working, right? If someone's working, if someone's a worker, you have to. You're on the. You're on that person's time. You're on the owner's time. You have to be very careful about every second. Even to read Kriyashma, we see how careful the Gemara says to be. Even to read Kriyashma, it's not so much that you can come down. You're on his time. You're getting paid by him. You have to. Uh, you know. You're not. You can't wait. You can't waste too much time. Okay. Anyway, let's go right there. Second wide line. Rami Le Ramari Bara Debas Shmuel. Interesting. He calls him the son of the daughter of Shmuel. The whole story behind that. La Rava. He said to Rava, Tanan. Mishnah says, The Mishnah says that a worker can read Krishna on the head of the, on top of a tree, on the top of a pile of bricks. Alma, what do we see from here? Lebai Kavana. You don't need Kavana because you're on top of these unsteady places. That is a question on a different place we had. What did the Bryce say? We just said earlier in the Masechta that one who reads Shemat does need Kavana. What do you mean you can read on top of a tree? We know you need Kavana and you're not going to have a Kavana on top of a tree. So which one is it? The Pesach says Shema Yisrael. 
So he said that we do need kavana. So what do you mean you can do it on top of a tree? So it says, Ishtik he ishtik, he was quiet. And he said, This I heard from you. That he was Mavatal Malacha. That he that, that you should that he said you're, they said it's only talking about a case when should you not go down that's only talking about if you have to be mavatal your malacha right if you if you have to if you're in the middle of working and you have to stop then you shouldn't go down but but we said even if you're in the middle of malacha you should go down the first parak right we stay, remember we, we had a machlekes a few blot ago about what's the bare minimum that you need to have kavana for. In Kriyishma, in order to be say we said that the bare bare minimum is Shema Yisrael. So if you have if just to say Shema Yisrael, in order to say Shema Yisrael with Kavana, then that you got to go down for, even if you're in the middle of work. But the second parak, and if you're in the middle of work, you don't have to have Kavana for, you don't have to have Kavana for, or say the Yavid, really, you don't really have to have Kavana for, so then you don't have to go down. If you have workers that are working by a balabayas, by an owner, they can read Kriyashma and they can make a bracha, meaning the brachas of Kriyashma, the prior to Kriyashma and the ones that fall Kriyashma. They can even eat bread during their lunch break, right? They make a bracha rishon and a bracha ach, right? Or benching, here it's benching because it's bread. And they can even daven shmona esrei. But they should not be a chazan, because that takes a little longer. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it takes your mind off a little more. They nice and kapeim, and they should not dochen if they're a kohen. But Tanya, learn to the brisa, me'en yod ches. What do you mean they should say the whole, the whole Shemona Esrei? Right? We learned in the brisa that you should only say me'en yod ches, which means it's an, an abridged version of Shemona Esrei. Right? So, uh, so you don't need to read the whole Shemona Esrei. I'm Rosh Hashanah, like, gosh, Harbin Gamliel, Harbin Yeshua. Right, that's where we're sure There's two opinions as to whether or not you're even allowed to do an abridged version of Shemun Esrei. Right? Uh, so one holds you're not even allowed to do it. So of course, if you're going to go down and say Shemun Esrei, do it the right way. Do it fully. If it's according to Rabbi Yeshua, Yeshua holds that one can do an abridged version of Shemun Esrei. But then what's the Chiddush about workers? Workers coming down and doing an abridged version. Every person, he says, can do an abridged version theoretically. So then what's your Chiddush about workers doing an abridged version of Shemun Esrei? Really, it's both going according to Gamliel that you need to do a full Shemun Esrei. And you cannot do an abridged. It depends if you're if you if you're just if you're meaning if you get paid for your work, right? If you get paid for your work, then every second's more valuable. Then don't waste time. Don't go down and do creation and, and do and do shemana esrei. Um, don't go down and do shemana esrei. But kan doesn't. But if it's just for food, if you just get food as payment, not actual money, then you can go down. It's not as big of a tier. You can go down and read shemana esrei. Abu Hatanya poilim shayu aisim alachit el balbais kairin kriyashma maspalim vaichen pita vin varchen lofanei avam well, we looked at it, we looked at it, that workers, we just said that you're not supposed to do, you're not supposed to do Shemana Esrei so long as you're getting paid with cold, hard cash. But we learned in a Brisa that workers um, that they, that are working, <laughs> workers that are working um, by a Baal by the owner, they should read Kriya Shemana, they should daven, and they can eat bread. They shouldn't make a bracha with Shainavim, but they should make a bracha, which is benching. Ketad, how do you do this? The, bra- the first bracha that you make prior to eating, we do shahakol or hamaiti, whatever it is, do it normally. Shania, but the second bracha, paisach, but bracha, aretz, vikailin, bani, rishlam. As we know, there are really three brachas in al-mechia, right? Me'en, shalosh, three brachas in brachas amazam, midraisa. 
So he's saying the last two you should condense them and put and combine them into one. You should start with the words Berchas Aretz and then Fakailin and finish with Bayne Yushalaim. Berchas Aretz. Bayne Yushalaim Berchas Aretz. When is it apply? Only when one is getting paid cold hard cash. But if they're getting paid by food, it doesn't apply. Or if the balabais is, is with them, eating with them, then you can read it normally. Okay, let's do a little more. Chasin Patmi Krishma from the two dots. So we said in, in the Mishnah that a chasin uh, on the night of his wedding, the first four nights, so long as he didn't have Bia and consummate the marriage, he doesn't have to read Kriyashma. Tan Rabbanon. B'shavtecha b'veisecha. Prat la'isik b'mitzvah. The Pesach says, B'shavtecha b'veisecha. You should lie in your house. That excludes um, when you're Isaac in a mitzvah. So if you're doing a mitzvah, you don't have to read Kriyashma. B'lechtecha b'derech. And when it's traveling on the road, those words, Prat l'chasin. That excludes a cotton, because he's not, uh, a cotton, I'm sorry, a chasin, because he's not traveling on the road. From here we learn that one who marries a basula, is Potter from Kriyashma. That's how mana chayv, but now mana is chayv. Okay, we'll, we'll see that in a second, why that is. My mash. What's, what's mashma? My mashma, what is impl- implied from here? Amra papa ki derech. It says on the way. Ma derech rishus, afachanami rishus. Just like derech, just like the road, when you're going on the road. When one's traveling, they're traveling for rishus. They're traveling for voluntarily, something they want to do. Afachanami rishus, so to hear it's rishus. So therefore, we see even a rishus, even 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 not just for a mitzvah, but even if you're traveling voluntarily for something that you don't necessarily or aren't necessarily doing for a mitzvah, you should still be put from kriyshma. Where says Mila Eskinon, the gazel dvar mitzvah. Don't we hold that you're only put from kriyshma when you're doing a mitzvah? This sounds like you're put from kriyshma even when you're just traveling on the road, not for a dvar mitzvah, not not doing a mitzvah. Where says Bafilach, even so, merachman alikri imkain lemakra belach belechta. No, because if that if that if that was the case, then the pasuk would say beleches. The going, my belechtecha. Why does it say you're going? Shmamino beleches didcha humechayev. A mitzvah patiris. That's only you're going. That's only when you're going on the road you're chayev. But if it's a mitzvah, it's pater. You're going, meaning belechtecha. If it says beleches, if it's just say going stam, without specifying who's going, it is who's going where. Then you can include a mitzvah. But now we said belechtecha. It means that you're doing it. You're you're traveling, and your travels are because you want to do it, but not necessarily because God said to do it. So then you're not pater from reading kriyshma. Few more lines. Let's get to the Mishnah on the next page. If so, we said that if one marries a basula, he's put from marine Krishma. Why should there be a difference between marrying a basula and marrying an almana? If someone's marrying an almana, they're also Isaac in a mitzvah. They're also involved in a mitzvah. Well, by the way, Machlekes Rambam Rosh, very famous Machlekes, is it a mitzvah to get married? The Rambam says it is a mitzvah to get married. This line would fit perfectly with him, right? Because it says that it's a mitzvah to get married into an almana, so therefore one should um, one should not read Krishma. According to the Rush, it's only a mitzvah to do puravu, not necessarily to get married. So uh, why would it? Why, what, what is the line here? Okay, anyway. So, uh, th- but this does fit well with the Ram that it's a mitzvah to get married. So hacha tarid tarid. says no. The difference between marrying an almana and marrying a basula is that by a basula one's busy preparing for the wedding, but by an almana not as much. Okay, whatever, for whatever the reason is. If it's because one's busy and one's troubling themselves in preparing for it, let's say you had a bad bad day in the stock market and your, your boat is drowning. That's also tarred. One is also troubled by that, right? Bad day, bad day, at, the, bad day at the office. So one is also troubled by that. Why shouldn't they be put from Kriya Shema by that, that, by that logic as well? Where it says, Alma, right? Even if your boat is drowning, 
Alma, we see Amar Rabbi Ava Bar Bar Zavda. Amar Rav Avel Chayiv Avel Chayiv Bechol Mitzvah Samur Betera. And Avel a mourner is Chayiv and all the mitzvahs that we um, that are mentioned in Torah. Chutz min Atzvilin, except for Tzvilin. Sharinem are ben Peer because by the Tzvilin says Peer glory. Shinam Peer Chachav Shalecha. Amar Yehasam Tarde the Rishos Halcha Tarde the Mitzvah. So I don't understand. By an an Avel, it does not have to put on Tzvilin, right? Um, I'm sorry, an Avel does have to put on Tzvilin. But we're saying that here a chassan does not have to read Krishma. What's the difference? They're both tarred. They're both troubled by something. So why an Avel, who's troubled by something, he still has to put on tefillin, but a chassan who's also troubled by something, he doesn't have to put on Krishma. What should be the difference? They're both troubled by something, whatever it is. Mara says, no, the difference is, chassam tirdadirishus. There, he's only troubled by a rishus, by a voluntary thing. Avelis... Okay, is Avelis, you know, really Rishus? It's, it doesn't seem so. But there's a lot of the, the, the minhagim of, of Avelis is really Rishus. But Hacha, meaning, not, not the minhagim of Avelis, but just to feel, to be Torah, to feel down about it, is a Rishus. It seems like an impossible thing if someone's in Avel. Obviously, they're going to feel down about it. But at the end of the day, it still is a Rishus. It still is a, you don't have to feel down about it, per se. But Hacha turned to the mitzvah. But here, by, by, by marriage, we're talking about where he's busy and doing a mitzvah, because marriage is a mitzvah. Um, well, according to the Rambam, but Pashtis will just look under the serpent and say, marriage is a mitzvah. So since he's doing a mitzvah, i.e. marrying someone, he does not have to read Krishma. Shkaich will stop there by the Mishnah on the top of Tes Zayin Amud Base.